do not be deceived. These are from the first reading of this morning, 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 3. Do not be deceived. Do not allow yourself to be deceived in any way. Let no one deceive you in any way, St. Paul admonishes us. Dear friends, today we celebrate the feast of St. Augustine, a doctor of the church and one of the most important theologians of the fourth and fifth centuries. Many of us, I believe, here this morning have at least heard about St. Augustine, this great saint of God. How many of us, by the way, have read his book, his confessions? Okay, that is good. His confessions, yeah. One of his most famous quotes in this book, which I love to use often when I'm giving homilies or even talks, is this. He says in his confessions, and I quote, Lord our God, you have given us, he says, Lord our God, you have made us for yourself, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Dear friends, from this statement, Pope Francis observes three types of restlessness. The restlessness of spiritual seeking, the restlessness of the encounter with God, and the restlessness of love. I take them again. The restlessness of spiritual seeking, the restlessness of the encounter with God, the restlessness of love. These are observations Pope Francis has made from the quote from St. Augustine, who says, Lord our God, you have made us for yourself, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Dear friends, whether we are conscious of it or not, there is a longing in our hearts. There is a restlessness, a desire to know God, in every human being, there is this desire for a deeper relationship with God. And this desire is in every human being, consciously or unconsciously. Every one of us, there is an emptiness, there is a longing which only God can feel. Note that St. Augustine says, our hearts are restless. He didn't say, my heart. He said, our hearts are restless. The sad reality, however, is this. Some of us seek this rest, this rest in wrong places. Some of us look for wrong things to feel this emptiness. Some of us seek this rest in wrong places. We go to the discos, we indulge in sex, we indulge in drugs, we indulge in pornography, homosexuality, lesbianism, abuse of alcohol, and the like. All in the name of freedom. And you people in this state, you love freedom so much. Everybody wants to express his freedom. Friends, but in Galatians, we are made to understand the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verse 1. God set us free 
not for us to misuse our freedom. God set us free that we will serve him. So if our freedom leads us astray and leads us away from God, then indeed we are not free. We are in fact slaves to our passions. That is what we see mostly in the youth of this generation. We are enslaved, we are slaves to our passions, we are slaves to our desires. And this is what Augustine, St. Augustine initially found himself in. The good news, however, is that God is always there for us. And he is waiting with open arms, just as he waited for St. Augustine in his conversion to Christianity, so that we might rest in him. Friends, God wants us to rest in him. This is what he means when Jesus said in Matthew 11:28, 28, Come to me, all you who labor and are overburdened. Come to me. Jesus invites us this morning to come to him. The restlessness in our hearts, the lack of peace, the lack of joy in us can only be found I and mean, can only be fulfilled in Jesus. The peace we are looking for, the joy we are longing for, the true pleasure we are seeking can only be found in Jesus. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are laboring and are overburdened, and I will give you rest. Come, you who is restless, come to Jesus. Go to Jesus in his word. Go to Jesus in the Eucharist. Come, and you will find rest. Go to Jesus in prayer. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Allow the Holy Spirit to take control of our lives. And we will find this rest in Christ Jesus. St. Paul didn't miss words when he says in Acts 17, 28, in him, that is in Christ or in God, in him we live and move and have our being. In God we live. In God we move. In God we have our being. After all, he created us. Outside of him, we cannot live. Outside of him, we cannot move. Outside of him, we cannot have our being. Outside of him, we will die. Outside of God, we are dead. And sad to say, there are many dead people walking about. There are many dead, living dead. Friends, many people are not alive. Many people are so detached from life. Friends, many are merely existing, not living. But Jesus came that we may have life, life in abundance. Friends, it's interesting. That is the mind of God, and that is his desire, that we come to him, we will live in him, and we will find rest. Friends, these are powerful words of St. Augustine. Oh God, Lord our God, you have made us for yourself, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Friends, we are being deceived in so many ways. St. Augustine was deceived in so many ways. We have been deceived, and we must come to the truth. We must come to the light. Friends, the words of St. Augustine in this quote direct us toward Christ in a simple way. That speaks to every one of us. For each one of us has a restless heart. I repeat it. Each one of us, if we are honest, each one of us has a restless heart. But the good news is that we can rest in Christ. We can rest in the Lord. 
We can rest in Jesus, prayer to Jesus, in prayer, in the word of God, in the Eucharist, in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We can find true rest. Augustine, St. Augustine, gives us a clear answer in his confessions. He says, no one knows what he himself is made of, except his own spirit within him. Yet there is still some part of him which remains hidden even from his own spirit. But you, Lord, know everything about a human being because you have made him. Friends, let me then confess what I know about myself, says St. Augustine, and confess too what I do not know, because what I know of myself, I know only because you shed light on me. And what I do not know, I shall remain ignorant about it until my darkness comes light, like bright noon before your face. Friends, St. Augustine is reminding us from his confessions the simple truth. Augustine is teaching us deep truths from the word of God. And if we will follow his admonition, we will find rest in God. St. Augustine is inviting us to personal meditation on the word of God. Joshua 1, 5 to 8. Friends, Joshua was commanded by Moses to ensure that the book of the law, that is the word of God, doesn't depart from his mouth. And that he should meditate on it day and night. That is how he will find true prosperity, true success, true peace, and true rest. Joshua 1, 5 to 8. In Isaiah 26, verse 3, Isaiah makes us understand that if we will dwell on the word of God, if we will meditate on the word of God, we will find rest. If we will fill our minds with the word of God, we will find peace. For he keeps him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on him. God will keep him or her in perfect peace, he or she whose mind is stayed on God. Anyone. And friends, David also makes it very clear in Psalm 16, verse 11, that in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. St. Augustine was outside the presence of the Lord. That is why he felt empty, he felt, he felt needy, and he felt angry, like he felt, he, uh, he felt hungry for God. He wasn't satisfied. He was longing for this emptiness we feel. He was outside the presence of the Lord. But in the presence of the Lord, Jesus invites us to come, Psalm 16, 11, and Matthew 11, 28, if we will come into his presence, we will find true peace and experience true rest. Friends, why is this all important? We find God in meditation, friends. We find God in meditation on the word of God, not yoga. Not transcendental meditation, no. Meditating on the word of God. Meditation on God's word. That is dwelling on Jesus, gazing on Jesus. He says, be still and you will know I am God. When you sit before the blessed sacrament and contemplate and meditate on the word, on Jesus, the one who is greater than Solomon, the one who is greater than Jonah who is here in the Eucharist. Friends, when we sit in meditation, we will encounter Jesus. Meditating on the word of God, we will find rest. But let us note also that Augustine says, what I know of myself, I know only because you shed light on me. So Augustine says, even the little he knows about himself was as a result of the fact that God shed light on him. And this we can confirm from Psalm 36 verse 9. 
God, the word of God says, in you is the source of light. In you is the source of life. And in your light, oh God, we see light. In the light of God's word, we see light. And Jesus says he is the light of the world. Um, John 8, 12. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will not walk in darkness. So as we follow Jesus, as we meditate on his word, he sheds light on our path, on our ways, on our lives, so that we will see light in him. Friends, Mary, our mother, teaches us the indispensable value of meditation on the word of God. Luke 2.19, Mary pondered these things in her heart. She, she pondered the word of God. She meditated on the word of God. Mary was a woman of deep meditation. On the cross, she focused on Jesus and she was meditating. In the temple, she meditated when Simeon spoke to her. Friends, friends, look, Mary is a woman of meditation. And St. Augustine is telling us he is also a man of meditation after he encountered Jesus. Mary, the mother of God, who through her body brought Jesus into this world, took time to meditate on her son, to meditate on the word of God. St. Augustine and Mary are both powerful examples to us. They were holy people, but they were human. They faced struggles in their lives and in their faith. Their hearts were restless in their journeys toward the Lord. But through their example and through their lives, through personal meditation on the Lord, on the word of God, they show us how to find rest in Jesus. Friends, these words are taken from the confessions of St. Augustine. Friends, as we meditate on the word of God this morning, as we listen to his word this morning, let us pray that God will help us to truly find light in his word. And that just as he allowed, he welcomed St. Augustine back, may we be ready to journey back to the Father. It doesn't matter how far we have gone away. Let us return to the Father. God is ready to receive us and to welcome us as he did St. Augustine. Friends, yesterday I made that point. Can you imagine what we would have lost in theology and in Christianity, so to speak, if St. Augustine was not converted? Friends, let us return to the Father. In him lie our destiny. In him lies our destiny. Let us return to the Father. St. Augustine's life is a life of hope to each one of us. He was a man who indulged in so many ugly deeds. But when he came back to the Father, God accepted him. Friends, God is ready to forgive any sin. God is more than willing to forgive any sin. God is more than willing to receive us back. Let us come back. Let us journey back to the Father. For in him we live and move and have our being. St. Augustine went back to the Father and he found true life. He went back to the Father and found true life. May God help us to find true life in St. Augustine and then true life in Jesus, true life in Jesus. May we imitate St. Augustine. May we emulate his example. Run to God. He is the only one who can quench our test. Lord, our God, you have made us for yourself and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Friends, St. Augustine has given us a clue. 
that restlessness, that emptiness can only be fulfilled in Jesus Christ. That emptiness, that loneliness can only be fulfilled or filled in Jesus Christ. Let us run back to the Father. Let us not be deceived. Let us not be deceived by the world. We have been deceived for so long. Let us come to the light. Jesus is the light. St. Augustine is pointing us to Jesus in his confessions. Let us run to Jesus. Let us not be deceived. Do not be deceived. Do not be deceived, we are told in, this, in the first reading. And so, to this end, we are told, he has called you through our gospel to possess the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. St. Augustine never possessed this glory until he went back to the Lord. There is a glory awaiting you and I. If we will come back to the Lord, we will possess that glory. And he goes on to say, therefore, brothers and sisters, stand firm and hold fast to the traditions that you were taught, either by an oral statement or by a letter of ours. We must stand firm. As we return to the Father, we must learn to also stand firm and hold fast to the teachings of the church, which are based on the scriptures. The teachings of the church based on sacred tradition, traditions the apostles handed down to us that we were taught either by an oral statement or by letter or a letter. We are invited to reflect on these also. Stand firm. As we journey back to the Father, we may be tempted to give up. But like St. Augustine, St. Paul is telling us to stand firm and hold fast. Stand firm and hold fast. Let us not be deceived. God wants us to come back to him like St. Augustine. May we rise and present some intentions to the Lord and ask the Lord to help us to be like St. Augustine, that we will come back to him and find true rest, true peace, and true joy for our souls. God bless you.